the children are gone, so we can get fucking crazy for episode 138 of Knifey Lion Rim. My name is Jonah, screaming in vain, and a referee who will never know my name. And a referee, Jonah, you fucking idiot. At a referee, screaming at a referee, and taking his name, right? Mm-hmm. I know jo- that's right. <laughs> Joining me today, free from the shackles of weekend parenthood, it's Zach. Ooh, baby. Today, we'll spend 90 minutes discussing SCC and SeatGeek's resale price floor and what it means for the future of sports fandom in Cincinnati. Also, maybe yesterday's one goal loss and the appearance of the mysterious golfer Kyle Scott. Kevin will talk. And then... Popery. Folks! If the turn to fall has you feeling flannel-tastic, you're welcome inside the outside patio of the John Harks cave of wonders zach was a seat geek price floors what can we even say (sighs) yeah what can you even say i have heard heard i read some people saying the only thing that might make this better is if jeff burning gets fired (laughs) (laughs) oh seat geek price floors i will parker legit might be on suicide watch (laughs) the man it's despondent. I feel like I might have might have added to the narrative. I did write a quick reaction article. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what annoys me is like there's people come out and like explaining why they would do it, like the raise the floor. Yeah. It's like, yeah, we know why. <laughs> oh yeah, it's not a mystery. <laughs> yeah. It's st- it still fucking sucks and it is like a fucking tone deaf thing to do when it's like a god awful team and we're struggling to fill the stadium and uh It'd be funnier if they tweeted it out. <laughs> for no reason yeah. we've lowered or no we've raised the floor of yeah uh but they're doing it to preserve the value of our ticket sec so much respect for them and personally i would never put my tickets on SeatGeek. i go to the games mm. i'm a true fan um but yeah what else sunday afternoon zach did you listen to the cincy baby talk episode or was that a must miss yeah i listened okay you could pl- it's the only one you could play for the family yeah, I know. I just was just telling. Uh, Did Eli hear it? Would he be jealous? I don't think he'd be jealous. I no, he hasn't heard it yet. No, but I just told uh, Adrian, Finn's mom, after the soccer game. I was like, oh, I gotta go record this podcast. And I was like, don't listen to it in front of the kids. And I was like, actually, <laughs> except for last week, it's all it's all fun and games. It's all as Arlo would say, easy peasy, lemon squeezy, until that red light turns on. Yeah, and that mic's in your face. Then all of a sudden, people tense up. I'm sure you've been. Maybe you haven't. Um, been in bands with people who play well and then you hit record and they can't fucking nail a riff to save their life are you talking about me because that's me <laughs> i get very ocd i need to touch my nose and everything no, that's not me i'm all one take kind of not very good fyi the Bengals game will be on the, the background so hopefully you haven't watched it and we'll guide you through it sherpa you to the top much like everest jeff birding zach did you see the or hear about the podcast interview with uh since inquires biggest douchebag jason williams sharon coolidge and jeff cameron he's so much different than you thought <laughs> i went to start it and i was like i i was at work i was like this is not gonna make my day better so i turned it off i can't imagine he's i just different. hate jason williams so much i don't care what jeff cameron has to say yeah luckily he didn't have much to say about the stuff you don't want to talk about i will give him credit 
He's got some bad views, but, uh, you know, he's not a sympathetic character for being afraid to talk. But it makes me happy that he's just avoided speaking about anything. <laughs> yeah, I suppose so. I mean, I'm not... You can't be, like, shut up and dribble about some guys and not others. Um, I'm not telling him. Yeah, I'm not either. He's That's what I'm saying. Like, censoring yeah, himself. I'm happy to hear... Uh, have him spout his views, but then I'm happy to have my opinion on it. But uh, no, no, I didn't listen. Yeah, no, I didn't either. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Let's recap it. Uh, what else? Crisp fall air. That's what I got for the recap. Have we done a podcast where neither of us watch the game? Because I know I've done them when I haven't watched. I always watch. Oh, okay. For better, for worse. I was thinking the second to last home game, maybe trying to get photo credentials for the post and taking pictures on the sideline. Mm, okay. But, uh, you know, you felt so abandoned that one game. I don't know if I could leave you behind again. Maybe if I give you three weeks warning, you could find a friend. Maybe I could follow you with a camera charger or something, <laughs> a tripod. Yeah, we're going to need two. <laughs> Our children, they're not here, so we can still say, fuck. Big soccer game today. Yep. Almost a big goal from the little one. Avery gives up the tying goal in the fourth quarter, but he also scored a goal. So Avery did score the opener. It was good. He can stay part of the family. This team's really coming together. Only three more years until playoffs are on the line. Although I would. <laughs> I kind of wish there was U8 playoffs. It'd be something I'd like to see. We yeah. already put too much into it. <laughs> Zach. Yeah, what's up? How about the SEC recap? Chris Faller takes hold in Cincinnati as Orlando comes in t- into town. They're still wearing board shorts and tank tops. Bad news, Nani. It's getting slightly chilly. I didn't know where I was going to go after that. <laughs> Zach, forget about the starting lineup. Although the big news was Kyle Scott on the bench. How excited are you to uh, comfortably wear an extra layer a tql oh it makes it a million times better doesn't it i tell you what folks i tell you what uh so i walked up to the entrance that's the ezard charles entrance entrance and so it's the opposite of the barley and end zone line going almost all the way back to ezard charles the longest i've ever seen it to get in the stadium and my intelligent thought at the time was are people just coming out for this game because they're excited about fall soccer <laughs> Spoiler alert, no. It was your usual attendance, but uh, yeah, I did think that. What was up with that line? We may never know. Were people trying to, was my getting the word out to sneak a cup in? Was it making things more difficult? Was it jacket security? I don't know. It was bizarre. Was it the $11 an hour? (laughs) Maybe. I went around to the front, though, and uh, there were some metal detectors down. They had to hand wand a bunch, a couple of different Mm. lines, and it was moving way faster. But uh, yeah, the cold weather makes everything better for real did you get your post-game cup what you didn't no oh they're passing out uh, fcc cups after the game no the fuck which i tweeted about it seemed to be what was the big word i used that i uh, oh yeah a tacit agreement that you can bring the cup back and fill it up that's what i'm taking it as so thank you fcc for uh the fountain drink at the next home game but there was a game you know my thoughts going into it don't really care. I was kind of wanting Brenner to get some action. He was getting some shit. He made it like 17th on the uh, 22 under 22 MLS list. And I was like, you know, he's 
for his price, you're like, oh, he can't be that good. But like in the terms of that list, he is good enough. So, you know, I just want him to get a bag a few more goals, uh, double digits, so it can be like, yeah, it was a pretty good season all in all. But I'll tell you what, Brenner, I wouldn't say he's like a child letting you down. Maybe he's like some family member. Let's say a nephew. (laughs) So we can relate. You want the best for him, but uh, you'll look at your spouse and be like... What the hell is he doing? What what is Brenner doing? He's just a real hoot out there. And at this point, I it's kind of yeah. Well, well, some people he's never where you want him to be. I've seen people call him lazy, and that's not the case. He's moving a lot, but it's so bizarre. I just don't know. His movement doesn't make sense to me ever. You wouldn't call him dynamic. No, and I'm I'm just always curious what's in his head when he like takes up a position. Which he'll often do, like say Lucho's dribbling just beyond like the center circle towards he's attacking a goal. Brenner never has his back to Lucho. He's never making a forward no. run ever, ever. And then sometimes he'll check back and flick on to nobody. <laughs> like no, that's your spot. Um, he's more excited about the give and go of which he is the giver than the goer than he is about getting into a spot. Yeah, I uh, wonder. I can't imagine that's uh there's a lot of instruction for him to do what he's doing i don't know if he's kind of freestyling it but uh yeah he he, he's like he wants to be a playmaker but he's not much of a playmaker right he's definitely not the fox in the box that we were calling (laughs) no he's got a weird first touch too but yeah you think all right someone who's like i thought he was coming in kind of like as a poacher and those guys it's all instinct like their movement like they know they just know where to be they anticipate where the ball is going to be. They make a gamble like maybe the keeper is going to flap at this. Maybe a defender is going to miss it and they'll be there. But no, he just stops pretty often. Like there was that one like Barial received the ball from a, I don't know if it was when Joe Jow was in there. Barial comes in and plays a perfect through ball, but Brenner just stopped. Yeah. Um, they had one triangle with Barial, Lucho, and Brenner where they could have each put their hand on the other's shoulder. <laughs> I was like, this is the tightest triangle ever. Like, what's the outcome of this? Like, the tiniest ticky tacky you've ever seen in your life. It's like one of you has to get a little further away. Yeah. But no. And then he had the one time he cut in and like took a shot. And it was like, it took a deflection, which was the only chance that ball had of ever going yeah, in. But like, but it's all just so. One second before slow. that, it was open for him. But he always, he hesitates every time. He's never just like, quick, pull the trigger. I honestly, like, I don't think he's got it in him. I don't think it's a settling in period. Like, I've there's been... You don't think it's still homesickness? <laughs> no. It's making him drop too deep? <laughs> no. I mean, I hope I'm wrong, but... No, there's not really much of a killer instinct. But it's funny, he's gotten a couple of his goals off of, like, doing a high press and winning the ball back. Which, like, doesn't fit with the rest of his vibe. But he still might end up with double digits goals. It's, it's possible, right? What's he got? Seven? I mean, there's been a few games where he's gotten robbed of a few. But uh, the other story was, you know, it was a good game for the Lucho haters because, like, he still had some magic touches. But there was also, like, so many, like, wait, 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 where he just didn't pull the trigger on whatever it was that was supposed to happen. And uh, I've just accepted everything. We're late in the season. You know, it is what it is. I know. I, I, I like Lucho. I want him to stay. So I'm not going to be too hard on him, but it's just one of these games where I was constantly putting my hands on my head and be like, we just don't have it. And I, we just didn't, whatever it is, we didn't have it. 
I will say. We still almost tied the game. <laughs> Who sent that? Was it Matt Doyle? Who's like, Cincinnati fans better make him feel appreciated. I'm like, sure. Oh, get fucked. Like, I don't need homework. <laughs> like, this guy's getting paid a boatload of money. Like, yeah, I, but yes. First of all, he is appreciated enough. But secondly, it's like, yeah, we're the worst team in the league for the third year. Yeah. Be like, hey, guys, let's just take a second to really appreciate Lucha. Yeah, like, no one fucking. Needs yeah. to be coddled. He's he gets to do whatever the fuck he yeah. wants, so That's he's fine. Fucking stupid uh, thing to say. He does have amazing advanced stats. Most of them I don't know what they mean, but he's in the top five of everything except for like actual goals. <laughs> so yeah, he's doing stuff that's showing up as far as like creating shots and stuff. But uh, what's it really added up to? He had to. He led the game in stoppages. That's for <laughs> yeah. sure. I think he had at least three times where um, they came out to look at him. One of those could have been legit. We got a fourth and one here. Zach Taylor is besides himself. Beside himself. But he's also besides himself. What's going on here? Let me burn a timeout. Got an injury. Show somebody else. What else? They got their goal in the first half, didn't they? Yeah, like 13th minute. They had a lot of decent chances from what I remember. More so than us. Yeah, TT had some saves and some close calls. Um, I don't know if that's first or second half where... Uh, Tyler Black, it kind of had to head it, head it, head it off the line. It was it was better than that game when I was in the the tunnel club, or that terrible game was when you were by yourself. Yeah, uh, but not a lot of big chances happening. Halftime sprinkles. Yeah, they scored a goal. I don't remember what it was, but yeah, it could have been. <laughs> it was like a cor- low curler. Was it on the ground? Right. That's. I was like, TT. Eh, Maybe he couldn't see it till late, but it was just like. I mean, it was. It was well placed. It was, it was perfectly placed. But in your head, you're like, he should have been able to get there. Maybe I'm wrong. Uh, but he did have a lot of the TT chance, so he must have been doing something right. Halftime, Sprinkles came back out. Zach, they're trying to remember us of, remember us, remind us of simpler times. For a brief moment, I did. I'll tell you what, the kid didn't cover himself in glory. Sent it right down Broadway once yeah. again. <laughs> Sprinkles had to just like kick his legs up in the air to let him score. Yeah. So, like, How long do you have to think about this? And then you You're going to go straight down the middle? Which would have been funny if he had done the, what's it called? The <laughs> fuck? Should I just leave? <laughs> no one's even going to know what we're talking about. Sorry, I left Kevin's MLS minute in there uh, for us to hear. Uh, second half, we make some subs. I was down taking my kids to the bathroom for our almost goal. Zach, what happened? They, what was the end up call? Was it a handball? Was it offsides with the foul? And I thought they called a foul on Mocha Joe, which was so soft. Mm. And it was really bizarre because they didn't blow the whistle until after the goal went in. So there was no advantage played, obviously. Right. And it was I just didn't understand it at all. I don't think anyone no, I don't think anyone was offsides. Uh, I think it had to have been that, but it was And that would have been a Brenner goal. Yeah. <laughs> After um, all of our shit talking, somehow it is done. But I thought that was, I think that got forgotten because yeah. of the penalty. But that was total fucking horseshit, if you ask me. Fourth and inches, man in motion, bro. The snap. Oh, he's, he's wide there. open. Oh, oh baby. baby. All the way. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god, that peaked. Oh. Yeah, that hurt really bad. <laughs> <laughs> it's a touchdown, Bengals. Joe uh, Mixon, and that goes for a pass. So easy stats. Yeah, that was. Total fucking horseshit. Um, what was this? Uh, Cruz came in for a Tonga, right? Was that the first one? Yes. And then they had a shot that hit the crossbar and went down. And on replay, it looks like could have very well have, <laughs> could have very well been across the line. Yeah. And that did not get looked at either. We so. kind of deserve that to count because 
We gave him all the space in the world. Just line up and fucking let it rip. Then I let out a classic scream. Not even close. <laughs> Don't you love that when it is close? And then, uh, you know, well, a lot of stuff happened. Kyle Scott makes his first appearance ever. Uh, gave him a standing O. And I think about Kyle- five minutes in, he turns <laughs> around. First and- or second pass <laughs> straight to the other team, of which we had a few of those. Just a few of our guys just passing directly to their team, but uh, Lucho especially he was uh, he was guilty a lot. Yeah. Also, his touch, he tried to play a few through balls. The whole team was trying to play these balls to Isaac Atanga. Not giving Poor him guy. a fucking Poor chance. Guy. <laughs> it's like he's fast, but goddamn, angle it a little bit towards the goal. Um, but let's skip to the money part, huh? The, the and yeah, Kyle Scott was in there. He had like one. He like released one guy with a decent ball forward. I was like, oh yes, Kyle. Love to see it. Uh, Vasquez came in, which is important because uh, free kick pass over the top into the box. You've all seen it to Vasquez. Um, Haglin trips a little bit into the guy who then just flails his arm straight into Vasquez's face. And I was at least happy about this. Uh, I don't know how they wouldn't, but Zach, if you saw my video or whatever, but uh, Tommy and Kevin were um, extremely driving home like, Oh, it's got to be a penalty, Tommy. It's got to be a penalty. And then they come over to look at it, which, to be honest, was the most exciting part of the game. Yeah. Once they started going, everyone was just like directing the, the ref over, like pointing at, over here, let's go. And I feel like, don't quote me on this. You can quote me on this. 80% of the time, when it gets to the fact of them actually looking at that monitor, it means it's been looked at upstairs and it's enough that they need to look at it. I feel like most of the time they give the penalty. Yeah. Now, I don't know what the actual stats are, but I mean, it looked obvious to me on the big screen, but when I was home, it looked even more egregious to me. So the only explanation is he's saying that Hagland instigated everything and it was a chain reaction, which is stupid, but is there any other way it's not a penalty if you don't take in Hagland into account? Like I... That, I mean, his, that, his head would have gotten to the ball <laughs> and he got smacked in the face. Like, I don't that, know. It can't be any more obvious than that. That's the only like way that ref could have been thinking, but it's just wrong because Haglin's falling down and maybe barely touches the guy. That doesn't send him catapulting into the air, like straight up, <laughs> you know? But I think uh, I haven't looked it up, but did you do you remember the clip last year? Orlando was in the playoffs and they had to play a field player for uh, the PK shootout. Yeah. I think it was him, that guy. So he's he's very goofy. Yeah, I have a very goofy image of that guy because like he's like clapping his hands and like moving all over the place. I think it's him, but he had gotten a haircut. Yeah, he jumps up and throws his arm back, and um, someone said, "Well, the ball could have been, you know, Vasquez couldn't have gotten to it. He very much could have gotten to the ball on watching it over and over again. Yeah. Um, so that was rough, and that was that was basically it. That took the three minutes of stoppage time. The game went on after that, but just. It's just a just a just a terrible call. Although I was saying, uh, who's going to miss the PK for us? But yeah. who is our? Was Brenner still in? Yeah, he stayed in. Yeah, I, I mean, it, it would he's, have to be him. He's taken one. Yeah, we. I mean, we haven't really been given many. I think Brenner's our PK taker. I would imagine. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I think we're robbed of two goals, and so, they were robbed of one. Yeah. So, so. on the whole, FC, FCC <laughs> wins. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, yeah, so once again, we have these things where like it takes in a good way for FCC. It takes away from the fact that um, we're historically bad again 
and like we're talking about like robbed of the goal meanwhile it's like we weren't really creating anything 90 percent of the game uh not i mean i don't think orlando was dumb they had the way better chances but maybe teams are just content They're like yeah we got this nani didn't do too much i would say i mean zico bailey just kept him in his pocket <laughs> Easy oh, yeah. zico uh, had his uh heckling got skinned early in the yeah, game zico had his glorious moment in the uh in the first half where he's down at the touchline, spinning in circles, finally got around and then uh, played the cross in. Oh, it was magical. Yeah, this guy <laughs> likes to spin. <laughs> yeah, he did the same thing later and lost it. Um, I thought this was Haglin's worst game all season, or maybe of the last two seasons. I thought, especially in the first half, he was like off the pace and just seemed like he seemed lost to me. And then what was it? <laughs> Remember in the second half, he like looked like he like broke his back turning awkwardly trying to follow the ball in the air and fell down. <laughs> that was good too what else coach tyrone marshall with interesting uh sorry not to keep going on about hagland but uh, <laughs> you know they set up these throw-ins like he's rory to lap from what Stoke, his second one Stoke was City. his second one was better but it still didn't make it past the first defender did it i think this the one that was on our side i think did yeah. but it went right to them but yeah the first one it was like everyone back up here comes yeah. hagland and it was like <laughs> it's like he's got me a, or you through he's it. got a decent throw on it but it's it's not it's not worth all that hubbub. Yeah. I'm um, sorry. Uh, I was so rudely interrupted. I was trying to talk about Tyron Marshall's Canadian Ducks. <laughs> I don't even know what it was. I called it a chambray, but I don't really think a chambray is a little lighter blue, lighter material. Yeah. This was like a thick, lush denim shirt with a like a, a long plaid. plaid. <laughs> I said uh, a little Western mayor mentioned burberry but like i don't know i was still getting western vibes for it either way he goes for it he crouches really low too he's very into the game when he's watching i don't know what he's saying i don't know if anyone's listening but he's very much into it I saw some complaints on uh, Bailey Facebook about the Bailey being too quiet or something. I got to be honest. It sounded like every other game. I don't know. <laughs> like yeah, I mean, for the amount of people that were there. I there's don't really... less people there and uh, we're, we don't score goals. Um, it seemed like people were chanting. I, yeah. I don't know. I mean, my only critique would be don't do that Billy Joel song. Sure. It'll, it literally is putting the players to sleep. Uh, this guy commented, Bailey, quit pulling out the referee is full of bleep cheer for every call. Pay attention to the game and use it when something's really out of line. It's just juvenile and whiny at this point. Just my two cents. Well, Chris, I hope you're not a listener of this podcast. Because <laughs> you sound like a, <laughs> a huge bitch. Uh, quit, like, uh, you're defending the ref? I was like, what about the other calls? Like, well, that would have been the right time. It's like, no. You get on the ref and then you hope that Oh, look at you. You're in there engaging on the Bailey Facebook. Is that you? I said, I hope you feel embarrassed for this post. I have secondhand embarrassment reading it. There were some just some a few people just like multiple Bailey complaints, which is, you know, it's always amusing to me. But like this was the game where you're like, you know what, (laughs) Bailey, not good enough. It's like, just be happy people are there. Yeah. And it sounded the same as every other game to me, just with less people, because that's what it was. Yeah, people are seem to be getting very frustrated, but uh, yeah, we're terrible. We fired everyone. I don't know what you want. I will say it was, you know, relatively entertaining for how little we did. It's about as entertaining as we could get. And uh, the weather was nice. 
the children were there. They didn't bother me too much, and I got to scream a lot. And so, oh, nice grab. So that was that. Was that. Um, Zach, how are you feeling about uh, club moving down? I, I would like to be able to scream at them. To have the players hear me. Sure. We've got some good stuff to say. <laughs> Give us a chance. Yeah, but I'm. I'll pay an extra two hundred bucks for to get an ear, an ear of the player. Yeah, because Nani would have really, really felt our wrath. See, that's why I just call him number seventeen. Hurts <laughs> <laughs> feelings. There you go, Joe. Uh, say no support from the Bailey tonight. Half full and silent for most plays. Disappointing. Yeah. I mean, the real energy is in two nineteen. <laughs> Melissa Schwartz had to say, uh, willing to host a dinner for these lads who have clearly never met each other. <laughs> Classic. Uh, uh, this is fun. Anything else from the game? Did it for you? Crisp fall air, resale floor. I bought a uh, hot pretzel. was stuffed with jalapeno cheese. It was, How was it? It's pretty good. Yeah, I've heard the stuffed pretzels are better than the regular pretzels. Um, next game, three days, Zach. Oh, shit. Really? Do you have your son? What day? Wednesday? No, I don't. Yeah. Wednesday, October 20th, 7.30 p.m. Is that Chicago. At home? That's at home. <laughs> oh, all right. And then... Well, that's uh, fun. Good. Then we don't have a home game Saturday. So, yeah, we got five more games left. We are five points off. Toronto lost. So, really, any point would have been would have been nice. We are 4, 8, and 17. <laughs> Toronto is 6, 7, and 16. Chicago, who is coming in, is in 12th place. They're 7-7-16. Really, really impressive stuff. Last place in the Western Conference is Austin, who must feel good about having FCC in their life. But, I remember. Uh, yeah. I mean, much like our first season, people were kind of surprised. They're like, oh, Austin's doing it right. <laughs> people said that at the beginning of Austin's season. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, They said it about us at the beginning. We had that... Uh, Mm-hmm. You know, Portland and Atlanta. And then, uh, yeah, after five games, we were like in a playoff position. Yeah. And then I was, you know, I, any chance, like I said, any chance you get to talk shit, you never know how long it's going to last. You got to really live it up. In that case, you know, six games after Koch was fired. Maybe I don't know how many it was, but, uh, MLS's back tournament, a brief window of time. I was adding Tom Bogart memeing videos. He's like, <laughs> It's like, uh, like, what about this is sustainable? And then I, you know, I made a whole meme about it because we did it again. You don't know when the bottom's going to drop out. For us, first down. The bottom's always going to drop off, but you got to enjoy it while you can. So we have those very brief moments. So, you know, if we score a goal before Chicago does on Wednesday, let's (laughs) live it up, guys. Live it up. You uh, heard it. Storm the field. Storm the field. For God's sake. Uh, shout out to Alex Steck. Rocking the Ope scarf. You know, all every, all, uh, all rules have gone out the window. But in her post-game interview, when she didn't have her overcoat on, the scarf was gone. The fuck? What's the deal, Steck? What's the deal? Uh, how about, do we want to do any, uh, do you want to do any segments? <laughs> I made no promises, so. No. FCC Doghouse. Dangle Smash. FCC Inside Source. 
Oh, you mad because I'm styling on you. Danny König. Are you in or are you out? Yap watch. Catch watch. Uh, Yap watch, he's gone. Stadium status. Uh, still there. There's less people, so it's a little better. Uh, we did get USA Mexico tickets. Yeah. Hell pricey. Yeah. Quite pricey. I got to be out there defending the ticket prices. No, it makes sense. Okay. <laughs> Look, it doesn't make sense. The seat gig thing doesn't make sense. Yeah, it's all legal. But should they? I mean, USA Mexico makes more sense than that. Yeah, I mean, it, that's like, obviously, that's like the marquee game. Of, nice. But it's still too much. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, and, what do we... Sorry to keep cutting you off. I never felt like we were getting robbed when we'd go to Columbus for the game. Do you remember what we spent? I think last one was like 90. Yeah. It was different times. It's not that long. <laughs> different times. <laughs> yeah. That was nice. Yeah, I mean, if you, you could justify I mean, obviously I'm justifying it. But uh yeah, it's crazy. And there's a few tickets a few pairs throughout the stadium that aren't resale tickets you can look up on Ticketmaster, and they're now uh like using dynamic pricing for the ones that are left oh baby <laughs> it's like our tickets are 450 bucks oh damn but it's look, like that, did but you... i don't know why they didn't get sold that first first time through yeah it's bizarre people are selling them for just insane prices did i what did anyone else think i thought the maybe it's just over the television but the game in Columbus felt real tame, at least that first half. I know there was that early goal, but uh, the atmosphere was yeah. lacking. And it was like the 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 capo capos were too well mic'd, so like you could just mostly hear them. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. Oh. They also leave the uh, TIFO up too long. They did it at Hell they is missed, Real they, yeah, they missed the goal. <laughs> I mean, at least it was the goal against. But uh, let's see what we got. Filters, let's turn off. Whatever. I don't know what official platinum really means. Platinum tickets are tickets that are dynamically priced up and down based on demand. Yeah, I'm confused why there's any on sale. Yeah, what happened that they didn't get sold the first time? Uh, $635. <laughs> Second level. I mean, that's fucking insane. That's in the corner. Well, see, this now it doesn't make any sense because this one for, is 450. Oh, I guess it's five rows further back. Oh, you got to catch that. See, this one is 535. I mean, front row. Don't that's, they, obstructed, that's obstructed, folks. You know, <laughs> someone's gonna show up and be like, "What?" Uh, club seat six hundred fifty. Mm, we're really. We might be this one. I, no, we are this one, but we're right on the edge. Yeah, you're right. Jesus Christ! <laughs> They're selling where we are for eleven hundred dollars a seat. I mean, goddamn! How bad do I want to know? <laughs> I didn't buy to resale, but that's fucking insane. Uh, Kevin, how about you say something? Kevin's Your time starts right now. Oh, I can't wait to record a completely normal MLS minute, only to find out Jonah did something super cute in my minute. Doesn't make any sense. You know what I love about the FC Cincinnati fan base? They can still be disappointed, even at this point in the season. The playoffs are already lost. We already know the team is bad. The team's been bad for three years, and yet people still leave these games 
disappointed. They leave with a new sense of disappointment. And that just speaks to the never-ending optimism and hopefulness that is in this fan base. And God, I just love it. I absolutely love it. I hope it never leaves this fan base. Also, when the team plays a lot better but still loses, it manages to be an indictment on the people who built the roster and the guys who were coaching the team before. And hey, look, they were fired. We're on to USA Mexico. When the information comes out to paint that default, please help. That one Cincinnati's soccer Super Bowl. TT out. Oh, baby. Did you like Arlo's Oh, baby? Yeah, it was good. Uh, I hate to pull the... The curtain back, but I told Arlo to say GB. <laughs> so I was like, I love that he said GB. I was like, yeah, I cut. I said, hey, say GB. Yeah. Um, I've still he doesn't know anybody. I don't know if you remember. I did a whole video interview where Eli's dressed in a jersey, pretending to be Frankie. <laughs> <laughs> That'll see the light of day soon, huh? Yeah, because I let him say the S word. Like he, <laughs> he sounded like Jimmy McLaughlin is shit. <laughs> Let's see. Potpourri. 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 Resale floor. Uh, what else? Pod Wars. There's been just so much. I don't know what you missed after the last time, but. Uh, Has there been? I don't know. Wait, I, what was the last one? Were you here for my Jeff did nothing wrong article? Was I here for it? I, I mean, were like it. after. Whatever. It doesn't matter. But we all had a lot of fun. Yeah, I think you were. Oh, I, I DM'd from the post Twitter. I DM'd Domino's. Because I want to get, uh, not Domino's, Donato's. We were trying to make the designated pizza thing. (laughs) It's like, hey, can we work something out? (laughs) And they said, uh, this is kind of sad, guys. Donato said they had to voice crack, cut back on advertising. Because, you know, they're cutting back on all ads. This pandemic, man. You thought Donato's was (laughs) immune? No, here's it. I said, hey, Donato's. Still helping we can spread the word of our favorite pizza. We're Cincinnati's preferred website for FC Cincinnati news and opinion articles. We love having a good time with good friends and good pizza. If there was a way to work out a deal where we have our first advertising banner with the fine folks at Donato's, we'd be over the moon. Best wishes, The Post. Donato said, thanks for reaching out. We've actually needed to cut back on our advertising in that market due to decreased service hours. That's it. We will consider this when our... When we return to full capacity. Thanks for being fans of the brand. Be honest, Donato's. It's been several years <laughs> since I've had Donato's. And something it's just funnier to me to be like Donato's. I don't know why. I hadn't had Donato's in a long, long time. But uh, when we went to Hell is Real, uh, Kai, Alex's son, right, didn't eat any of that. It was pretty good. To be honest, I can't imagine having Donato's that's not just like the pepperoni one. Yeah. So I I don't I wouldn't want to say like oh it's still great to someone who's not eating meat because it's a whole it's a whole other animal. Um, but oh, those pepperonis, nice tackle. In case you're wondering, three thirty two left in the third quarter. Bengals are up twenty to nothing. These lions just can't get it together. Um, what else? What else? Anything else in your world you want to share to the world? No. We'll start with this, Dad. Dad, when are you gonna come to a game with me? Like old times. Have we ever been to a soccer game with dad that's not one of our children playing? Uh, dad used to take me to like high school games. Like go watch Roger Bacon and stuff when I was young. Soccer? Yeah. Mm. Oh, oh, oh. Is that why dad took me to a Roger Bacon football game? He thought I had more of the gridiron in me. Did he? <laughs> There's one. Yeah. 
<laughs> he saw visions of greatness in my frame. <laughs> um, sadly, my high school didn't have a football team. Um, what else? Soccer turned to fall. Pools getting demolished slowly. Um, but we could just get out of here, I guess. Um, congratulations to everyone who got to see Sprinkles return. I know that really hit Amelia in the feels. I could tell. She's been longing for Sprinkles. Do you remember my Sprinkles video? Who was the guy who uh, got into it with? Thad? Oh. Thad? The guy who did a review of Taco Bell Cantina? Yeah, but who said to me, someone has too much free time on their hands. Right, right. And then it's like, Thad! And then he got, like, he had to have surgery or something. (laughs) And I felt slightly bad. Um, Thad, I got just as much time now. So fuck you, buddy. In case you're still listening. Zach, go ahead and give a final thought. We're going to keep this train going till the season's over. Can't stop now. That's for sure. Uh, yeah, I'm glad we got a midweek game. Um, Why? I don't know. <laughs> I didn't know if there's a specific reason. <laughs> I enjoyed myself uh, last night. So I'm happy to go again. I like these cool weather games. Sure. You know, going to a baseball game when it's cold outside. Tell me that's not 10 times better. Tell me. Well, you know, that means your team's playing in October. Am I right? That's true. Then, like, I guess USA Mexico is going to be icy. I can tell already. Yeah. Careful what we wish for. No, I like it. Uh, I'll be wearing a big coat. If it's real cold, we're standing the whole game. In the club area? Yeah. It's not even TVs. We're just like, it's where we need to be. Wednesday. See you guys there. If you have any suggestions, anything you want to hear from us on the podcast as we trip our way through the final five games of the season, um, you just let me know, and I may oblige. And if anyone is out there who wants to be the third co-host, actually, that'd probably be that'd probably be too hard. Sorry, take that back. Sorry, Beth. Maybe Nick will go Wednesday. Mm. Haven't seen Nick all season. I'll put out some feelers, aka I'll text the group text and ask him. All right. My final thoughts: so great being out there. Yes, we're terrible. Yes, we'll be last again. But it's just about just about being there together and enjoying ourselves until next year hope chris albright's taking notes note number one vasquez stays yeah vasquez stays i don't care how (laughs) often he misses at least he makes runs positive runs next year starter brandon slapped in the face vasquez Mm -hmm. watch out horse collar they're not all right. All, right. All right. Goodbye. Goodbye. Farewell. Bon voyage as we slip into fall. God bless. I waited outside. I took it remote. I wanted a bed. Tell the story or it goes. Tell the story or it goes Full time You talk your money up While it's living in a coal mine Full time To call your mind I want it
Tall time to call your mind 